go. <laughs> you gotta take the thing off the screen. Don't. The sound bar. Gosh, here's some new fangled trivia for you about my goofy movie. In fact, there's not just one, but 13 juicy morsels that will wet your whistle. Yuck! That is a horrible goofy. Sorry about that. <laughs> Number 13. The character of Powerline is a mixture of Bobby Brown, Prince, and Michael Jackson. Number 12. Although Jason Marsden is a talented singer, he did not perform the musical numbers in the film. It was out of Disney's concern that a Broadway-style musical actor should provide Max's singing voice instead. That actor was Aaron Lohr, a personal close friend of Jason's. Number 11. Donald Duck originally had a larger role where he played a travel agent. Goofy asks, what do you think I should do? Donald responds incoherently. Goofy responds, what did you say? Is there someone else I can talk to? Number 10. Hidden Mickey. During the Powerline concert, I can be spotted in the crowd in the lower left portion of the crowd shot immediately after the stage manager is thrown into the Diamond Vision screen. I can also be spotted during the show in the auditorium and on the roadside with Donald Duck. Oh boy. Number 9. This film was originally made around late 1993 and was supposed to be released in theaters during the holiday season of 1994. However, some production problems in France caused the film's release to be pushed back to 1995, while The Lion King was reissued to fill in for the film's absence. Number 8. Burger King released five toys featuring Goofy and Mac to promote the film in the USA in 1995. They each included the characters in one of five different vehicles. Number 7. The inspiration for the film came from then-CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was feeling distant from his daughter. He decided to go on a road trip with her that brought the two closer together. Number 6. Bobby Brown was originally set to voice Powerline and had already recorded some songs for the character, but was fired due to substance abuse problems. Some of the songs Bobby did for the movie were revamped and ended up on his Forever album. Number 5. When Max gets stopped by the principal at the end of the song Standout, at the school concert, a wooden cutout of Ariel can be seen sitting on top of a skull. Number four. Writer Jim Megan watched a lot of road trip movies to get an idea of different tropes of vacation movies to draw from, including National Lampoon's Vacation Series. Coincidentally, the late Dana Hill appeared in 1985's National Lampoon's European Vacation as daughter Audrey Griswold. Number three. For unclear reasons, Pete's wife Peg and his daughter Pistol, not to mention Waffles and Chainsaw as well, were all totally absent and never even referenced in either this film or its sequel. Number two. In the scene after Bigfoot attacks Max and Goofy, Max kicks a glove box and a map falls out. Max then looks at it. The starting location is around the area of Columbus, Ohio, answering a question that's been around for ages. Where does Goofy live? Number one. Voice actor Bill Farmer mentioned that he took his then five-year-old son to an advanced screening of the film. Upon exiting the theater, his son was in tears. When asked why he was crying, his son responded with, When Goofy fell off the waterfall, I thought that was you. And that is the 13 things that you probably didn't know about Disney's A Goofy Movie. Thank you for listening. Gosh. Ended that one pretty fucking weak. I can't fucking, uh, I can't do that, that, that the, the Goofy scream. <laughs> Better than mine. All right. Thank you.